0: A young mother rushed into the physician's office. She said, "Doctor, doctor, my little boy swallowed a roll of film." And the doctor said, "Come back tomorrow. We'll see what develops." <laughs> Can't you just picture that joke? I don't know how you would help me to focus. Yeah, don't get, they don't get much better, folks. So that's where we are today. That reminds me. Of a seminary, I preached a sermon once, and the prop said. Brother Kevin, you have RBJ syndrome. Really bad joke syndrome. And unfortunately, there's no cure. It's unfortunate for all of you. But as healing as humor can be, when dealing with sickness and pain, sometimes the last thing you can do or want to do in those moments is laugh. This morning, we're continuing our series, Dealing with Difficulty. Responding to life's everyday problems. And this morning we're looking at dealing with sickness and pain. The Bible has a lot of sickness and pain in it. Have you noticed? Here's some follow-up questions. Are there miracles in the Bible? Are there stories of healing? Are there stories of hope? Absolutely. But the Bible does not pull any punches about the reality of pain. One Christian author put it this way. There are three categories of people in the world. BP, before pain, IP, in pain, and AP, after pain. Now, today's sermon is about dealing with sickness and pain. We're not going to look at why sickness and pain. I mean, that question, the why question, has possessed philosophers and patients since the beginning of time. And it's a question worth wrestling with. A good God and a suffering world. How many of you ever wondered about that? Okay? And we will get to that at some point, but for this morning's purposes, it is sufficient to stress who you should turn to in moments of sickness and pain. So here again from St. Paul in today's letter to the Romans, chapter 8. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, not anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And this brings us to the first point of the sermon. Come what may, God will not go away. Come what may, God will not go away. Let's say that together. Come what may, God will not go away. Cancer? God will journey with you through that valley of the shadow of death. Grief? God will journey with you through that shadow. Relational pain? Uh, Depression? God will not go away. Now you may raise your fists in fury at the Almighty. You might doubt. You might try to walk away. But God will be with you each step of the way. And so when you find yourself off the mountain and going through a valley of shadow, trust in God. God. Cry out to God, pray. And you may feel like nothing is happening. Pray anyway. And come to this altar where God spreads a table before you in the face of sickness and pain. Your enemy is in that moment. And anoints you with a healing touch, and serves you a cup running over. With spiritual medicines to help you endure the trials before you. Ask people to pray for you. You might not want to. Ask people to pray for you. Ask to receive prayer with laying of hands or the sacrament of healing. Which is you get some oil and the sign of the cross and strengthen people for centuries. Ask for that. Go to the right doctors and counselors. But God will not go away, come what may. And so keep with God, and keep with God's people. Even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't believe in any of it, keep with God and God's people anyway. Because you're best situating yourself to experience God's shepherding presence. And even if you don't feel that presence, you will be strengthened to carry on in your difficulty. So keep with God. Keep with God's people. Turn to someone next to you and say, keep at it. Say it very enthusiastically with an arm gesture. There we go. All right. So the first point is, come what may, God will not go away. The second point is, come what may, live your life anyway. Come what may, live your life anyway. Let's say that together. Come what may, live your life anyway. Dr. Mark Joy, who is a Disciples of Christ minister and a professor, writes this We all know people who have made some pain or crisis in their life the centerpiece of their own existence. They may not be hiding their pain, they may be holding it close to their breast like a prized possession. And it comes to define them. And they'd be lost without it. Do you know anyone like that? Don't be that person. Don't let pain and sickness rob you of living the rest of your life. Now, this is easier said than done, but practice gratitude. Give thanks for the little things. And continue to do the things that you can that you enjoy. And look forward to a brighter future. Highlight future. True or false statement can tell me whether the statement is true or whether it's false. Sickness and pain can steal all your attention. True. It can just envelop you, just weigh you down. But take time to focus on Others will help relieve your situation, even if you can only focus on others for short periods of time. Now, if you're a caregiver and you're taking care of someone who is dealing with sickness and pain, you need to find time to regularly rest and renew. So you can carry on with that challenge. And actually, with all of this, whatever it is, you need help. The wise person will get the help they need for dealing with sickness and pain, whether it's theirs or somebody else's. So get the help you need. Get the help you need. Let's say that together. Get the help you need. So the first point is come what may, God will not go away. The second point is come what may, Live your life anyway. Speaking of health, I feel my RBJ syndrome acting up. Um, So I apologize for these very bad jokes ahead of time. They're so bad I have to look at them. The first one is, if, if people make you sick, maybe you should cook them longer. Number two, I got sick at the airport. It was a terminal illness. Yes, yes, I know you want to fly away right now. And number three, the doctor tells the patient, given your symptoms, I would say that you have Tom Jones disease. Is that rare? It's not unusual. (laughs) It's not unusual. Okay, we won't sing that song together, but... When I tell jokes, it's not unusual for people to glare at me, as some of you are doing. So the first point is, come what may, God will not go away. The second point is, come what may, live your life anyway. And number three, after the mess, let it bless. After the mess, let it bless. Let's say that together. After the mess, let it bless. So after you have gone through that valley of the shadow, let your mess bless. Let God take your pain, your suffering, your tragedy, and turn it around into something good that will bless others. You know, God has a long track record... Of taking people's Good Fridays and turning them into their Resurrection Sundays. And so God can do that for you too. So that whatever your mess was, it ends up being a source of strength and encouragement for other people as they go through their Valley of the Shadow. As they expand to their Good Friday until they get to that Resurrection Sunday. Now, a little word of warning. A little word of warning here. When you're in the valley of the shadow, it's not the time to be doing this. When you're in the valley of the shadow, when you're off the mountain, you simply need to get through. You need to endure. You need to survive. But once you've gotten through, and after you've done your spiritual and emotional homework, let your mess bless. You say, well, how would I do that? Well, find someone who has gone through a similar valley of shadow that you have. They're in the middle of it, though. You've gone through it. They're in the middle of it. So if you've had cancer, step alongside someone who just got diagnosed. If you experience relational trouble, encourage a friend or a couple who are struggling. Maybe at one point... uh, your children are grown or children are in a different stage, but at one point they were really, really difficult. And so find another parent who's dealing with that kind of challenge and encourage them. Or maybe at one point you were a kid who had a difficult parent. And now maybe you're an older kid, a bigger kid. Find somebody else who's dealing with a difficult parent. Now, when you do this, it's not, Hello, I'm an expert and I'm going to tell you how you should live your life. No. It's more like, hey, I have suffered in a way similar to yours. It's not the same exact situation, but I'm here for you. I'm here. How can I help? How can I pray for you? That's how you let your mess bless. Now, check this out. If you do not eventually... There is no rush here. It may take a lot of healing and a lot of time. But if you do not eventually let your mess bless, then it will simply be a bloody cross in the closet of your personal history. But if you let God resurrect your mess, it will be transformed into an empty tomb, pouring out blessings on others for the rest of your life. Let me rewind that one. If you don't eventually let your mess bless... It will simply be a bloody cross in the back closet of your personal history. But if you let God resurrect your mess, it will be transformed into an empty tomb that will pour out blessings on other people for the rest of your life. If that sounds like a good thing, say amen. Amen. Alright, question. In the next few months, or certainly in the next few years, do you think it's likely that you will experience a valley of shadow? Yes. Yes, you will. That's part of the facts of life. There are periods off the mountain and in the valley. Kids, I'm sure you're already learning this, but this is one of the challenges that we face in life. Now, thanks be to God, though, you do not have to go through that valley of shadow alone because of God and God's people. You can find hope and healing, strength and sanity as you deal with sickness and pain. And so remember, come what may, God will not go away. Come what may, live your life anyway. And after the mess, let it bless. Amen.